Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. These are the guys behind the glass. Even Windex and a paper towel can't handle these hot takes. Hey, where's my little music? These are the guys behind the glass. I love you too. <laughs> you it's that kind of song. Someone swept your heart away. Yeah. You're you bring your girl into the bedroom. Is this the song you're putting on? No, uh, no. This is not the song I'm putting on. No, this, I would put. This Shut song. up. What? <laughs> I'm putting on like punk metal, fucking head bashing shit. We could head bash it. Like nothing turns me on more than getting my face smashed through a drywall. You know. Except for this. I could cry. This is hot. Bart likes it. This song is Oh my god, right there! Right there! Alright, shut it off! God damn it, Jesus damn it. Christ! Oh my god. This is a sports god. show. Yeah. First I'm like, it's weird, it's a weird feeling. I'm like falling asleep with a boner. <laughs> you know? It's like putting me to sleep, but then also giving me. I was going to say something of the same yeah. thing. Yeah. So, yeah. anyways, uh, <laughs> we are the guys behind the glass. Yes, we are. Episode thirty-two. Thirty-two. Who are thirty-two? One, two, three. Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, how about that? Good one, right? Who Jersey else? guy. Uh, who else wears thirty-two? Thirty-two. Uh, didn't Blake Griffin wear thirty-two when he was on uh, Oklahoma? Correct. How about that? How about that? A little throwback. Yeah. He was actually like on the one. cover of the last um, NCAA basketball game, which prime, was a great game. Prime Blake Griffin. Or prime Carl Anthony Towns. Mm. Prime Blake Griffin, I think. It's because he was dunking. Right? Yeah, Lob City, bro. But Carl Anthony Towns could just go in the corner and, like, you know. Carl Anthony Towns shoot was a good, little bit. A good baseball player. Bit. He was a good baseball player. Was he too. really? Yeah. Old Bridge, New Jersey. Shout yeah. Out. Seton Hall. Seton Hall Prep. Seton I Hall. believe. Yeah. Anyways, I'm Justin Ellick. I'm Eric Salas. And uh, we are back. Another edition of the Guys Behind the Glass yes, podcast. Uh, obviously, there is less time here in between episodes. Uh, we recorded on and say everybody say hello to Bart. Bart Simpson is joining us in Hi, studio Bart. today. Say hello. Eat my shorts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. So uh, Bart will be sitting on my lap all day. Um, don't ask what he's doing with his right hand. Hey, no, it's nothing uh, sexual. Nothing. And uh, we're <laughs> just going to get after. About. We're going to get after. We got a we're lot to get after. into. We even do. though, uh, even though last time we recorded was on Friday, so it's yes. only been one business day since we've recorded. Yeah. But a uh, good amount has happened, a good amount to get to. Obviously, week one in the NFL. Yeah, the most unpredictable week of all time. Justin did not have any of his picks. No. I hit on one of them. We'll yeah. touch on this a little later. But um, yeah, uh, the NFL week one is very tough to bet on. I, 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 I was going into it thinking that it was the best week to bet on no. because they're so unsure of the Lions. But they screwed me with .5 hooks. So um, Yeah, the .5 hooks are tough. They're uh, tough. Especially when it's, you know... And they're very th- enticing to take. Right. Three and a half, seven and a half. It's like, geez. Like, you know. a field goal. Give me that. Right. And if you, it, know? And if, if you just brought it down a half, if it was at seven, 
If it was at seven, I'd take it. Yeah. If it was at three, I'd take it. Yeah. And there's vice versa. If it was at four, I'd take it. If it was at eight, I'd take it. There's a lot but, of that right now. I'm sure the lines will move. And yeah. We're going to be screwed. I'm sure they are, which is, is why is. I implored you to take your picks today. And we're doing that. Which I just did, actually, about 30 seconds ago. So I, did I. I plugged in all my picks. This might be for the best. No thinking involved. Just do it. Yeah, just do it. Um, but I'm poor, so it would probably be better if I did educate my decisions. Yeah. But Did I, you actually put money on your picks as well? I did, yeah. Really? You yeah. were that confident in yourself? I was not. Well, I and thought, I was correct. Well, listen, Eric, I thought that uh, we had an agreement that uh, th- these were high stakes. And uh, if we don't put actual moolah in the pot, then what's what's the real point? Bragging rights? Yeah, 100%. Oh, okay. Dude, I'm already rubbing it in your face right now. I'm 3-0. Yeah. You're you saying how you're three. never going to catch up? I'm in your brain. I'm in your noggin. And, then and I'm you, not leaving. And now it's a win-win for you because not only are you up 3-0, but I'm... Probably a hundred dollars poorer than I was. Yeah, so last double down on that. Yeah, so, so not only are you stealing my morale and yeah. um, kind of my pride as a man, as a human being in general, I'm just better. But than you. uh, you're stealing my money too. I mean, you can go talk to Vegas about maybe like a refund, maybe like a little tax refund. They won't give it to you. They won't give it to you? Okay. No. Oh, well, we had Monday Night Football on last night. You want to get into that a little bit? Yeah, we might as well. Fresh uh, off. Did, yeah. How much did you catch of the game? I understand, you know, it's football season. You were on Bernie and Sid last year, correct? Uh, it's been about a year since. Okay, I've been on so did you already experience a football season of not watching any of the Thursday night and Monday night games due to the fact that you have to produce a show in pretty the much of the night? Pretty much, yeah. So you don't catch any of it, just catch some highlights. Uh, I caught some highlights, yeah, but most of the reason I actually missed it was because I was watching the new uh, Game of Thrones show on HBO, House of the aired, Dragons, which, uh, House of the Dragons, without House of the Dragon, which airs at nine p.m. Yeah, so that was about uh, an hour uh, after kickoff. Wow. So I threw that on and watched some really like sex, sexual, really hot, incestual, you know. Yeah, why? Well, honestly, it creeps me out that a lot of people, a lot of you guys are into that. Like yeah. I get it's like medieval times. It's like it doesn't count, but still, you, you know, you guys. Creep well, me out it a definitely bit. counts. I wouldn't say that much. I mean, it's definitely <laughs> relatives. <laughs> like this is, it's a tax write off. Relatives, go, yeah, yeah. It's definitely relatives having sex. But uh, but no, I mean, uh, there's definitely more acceptance that goes with it, I guess, um, well, in this fantasy world that well, they I went with call football. the Game of Thrones. Football is real life. Real yeah. stakes. Yeah, you know? you're right. You're right. And we'll it get would, into that. It would be even more real if you decided to put your hard-earned money on these games. No, but I, I guess, wouldn't. I guess no. you're not taking it that seriously. I guess I you're not taking it as seriously as I am. No, I take it very seriously. That's why I'm up 3-0. Anyway, the Broncos were at the Seahawks last night. Russell Wilson's return game. Coming back home. Yeah, that Take on his well. old team on the Broncos. Seahawks ended up winning 17-16. to mm-hmm. um, What'd you think of Russell Wilson's return? Was it too played up? I, I, when they were started playing the promos and stuff, I was like, okay, let's take a step back for a second. Yeah, like, I understand the stakes here. He's in Seattle against yeah. his old coach. His old coach was talking shit about him. Yeah, the week which of is weird. Uh, no, it's not weird. Just to hype up your your team. Honestly. Well, and what's with the fans booing? I mean, are we gonna act like I this think they guy... wanted to make a statement there? Okay, the guy won Super Bowls. Yeah, I think it was a mixture. Super was, Bowl, you heard? right? He won multiple there. Am I wrong? I believe no. I think he only won one. He, he only lost won the one. second one with because uh, they didn't run that's the ball. True. That's true. That's true. They did lose. Yes, but either way, the guy got you to multiple Super Bowls. I mean, you're really gonna you're gonna whine and complain, especially before he got there. You sucked ass. Listen, you ride or die with Geno Smith, no matter what the cause is. I guess. So that's what they decided to do. So they ganged together yeah. at the tailgate and said, we're booing this motherfucker. I guess. <laughs> and that's, that's what they're doing. That's fine. I, I, whatever. But, but I, uh, I just I think it's a little disrespectful. I'm glad this was the this is the way the game ended, because now it actually played up to what it was. Because I, I feel like we saw Russell Wilson change over to the Seahawks so long ago that it's like, 
whatever. But, you know, I, I understand what's going on there. Um, he has to get used to the new offense. He yeah. did not look so great last night. No. Still running around. He's got a way better offensive line than he did with the Seahawks, and the man's is still running around, dodging tackles and this and that. Um, and, uh, you know, has a new coach and stuff like that. So it's very new, very new to him. Right. Um, I would say he bounces back next week. But um, he doesn't look too bad. He likes to throw to his white tight ends. Yeah. Um, even though he has Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, right. and uh, Ale- uh, Albert O on his team. Right. But, you know, in his running back, he has two running backs back there and both fumbled the ball at the goal line. Very tough. That's tough. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's, you're obviously not going to pin the whole loss on Russell Wilson. Obviously, there were mistakes made around the field that, con- so. that contributed to uh, the Denver Broncos' loss last night. But, uh, yeah, I mean, just in terms of on paper, right? Geno Smith beating Russell Wilson, that's. Um, he looked pretty decent. And I think it's that's coaching. That's coaching. And it's at its finest. Sure. Because Geno Smith. We've, he's been in the league for eight years. That we're yeah. saying on the air the other yeah. day, and I'm like, that's been eight years. Remember this dude being taken by the Jets in the second round oh, yeah. like yesterday. Yeah, and uh, here he is, you know, a grizzled vet as a backup. He looked fine. He looked fine. He he definitely looked better than Drew Locke. What, ho- what helps is that he's been on the team for a very long time. Right. Exactly. So he's very used to that playbook. He's used to the play calling, and you know, he still has to deal with an offensive line that isn't great. Hasn't yeah. been great for a very very long time. And um, he did pretty decent, especially with the pressure. And he, he was able to get, he spread the ball out pretty well. Well, say. that's why it's exciting when a when a long time backup kind of gets a gets a chance to go out and start for a football team because they're used. To going out there and getting their asses handed to them, Absolutely. getting thrown into the dirt, you know, getting little to no protection or help from talent around them. Um, just because, uh, you know, if a backup quarterback goes into a game, if it's not under the circumstances of like a uh, of a big time injury, and then the team has to rally around you if they want any shot of saving the season or that game in particular. But if you're like blowing out another team and that's why you're getting time, or if you're getting blown out and that's why you're getting time. Uh, you're not going to see like the guys around these backup QBs uh, kind of rally around them and give them the support they need under center. So uh, Geno Smith kind of went in, and um, he's eaten dirt pretty much uh, a fair yeah. amount yeah. over the past five or so years. So, uh, you know, I, I think to him... Good little comeback story, yeah, right? he wasn't worried Drew about Drew Locke yeah. is never going to sniff the field no, 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 for no, that no, guy. No. He like, twists his ankle no, or but, it, but he's it, not it, sniffing the field, right. it which is very up. sad. Because that guy was a stud in college. He was. He was. And but so was Geno Smith. But yeah, exactly. So, I mean, like, you know. <laughs> like, and, people were like, that's a great pick. Yeah. Geno was taken. You Listen, know what I mean? people thought Geno Smith was going to be a starter in this league. And uh, I guess you could still make the argument that he should be. And that's why he is. Um, but As uh, a backup, though. Different story. Right. Eight years ago versus now is very, very much different. Um, but I really want to get into the fumbles at the goal line here. You have Javante Williams and Mel- Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon's been in the league for a little while. It's Javante Williams' the second year. Mm-hmm. Um, Javante Williams is very good in the passing game. Melvin Gordon got the ball. Way too much, considering I'm a Javante Williams owner in fantasy. Um, how would you deal with having two running backs that are very serviceable, very good that can be that can be in your game plan at certain moments that they'll really help you? But there's a lot of teams with one running back and get the job done maybe just as efficiently. I feel like it may be too much of a luxury to have two very good running backs, or at least like you know like 50-50. Like this is a really good 50-50 backfield. Um, but then there's like Saquon Barkley who could, you know, break off 68 yard runs, convert two point conversions, just do it all himself. Right. right. How do you feel about two running back sets like that? Well, because and, and, one more thing before I really get, get you get involved in this. If you ha- just have Javante Williams. Yeah. And he's in there the whole game plays. Say it's like 80, 20 percent of the snaps. I feel like he'll be more, I guess, warmed up to, yeah. To, yeah. The, to the game plan. Yeah. Than him switching out every now and then. Yeah, I think you always need a guy uh, to have a majority to take a majority of the carries. Obviously, you need yeah. you need a, uh, a one through three down back. 
I would say, in terms of uh, you need a guy to go to uh, at least first and second down consistently. Every every drive, he's getting he's touching the ball at least two or three times every single drive. And then you have these situational backs. I mean, the Eagles do this every week. You know, they have Miles Sanders, who's their main feature back, who, uh, you know, who touched the ball uh, at least at least 20 times last week, I would think. And then it worked you, out for you week one, but it really yeah. irks me because this is going to go on for another 16 weeks. Yeah. And, and but the it's going to make you very right. unhappy when they can't punch it at the goal line. And but they did why. the same thing last year and they were the number one te- rushing team in the NFL. I mean, they had three running the same three running backs last year: Boston Scott and Kenneth Gainwell are the other two running backs that they feature. And uh, you know, it's weird. It's it's interesting to watch them go about it at the goal line because, in terms of uh, Boston Scott, he's like a tiny little guy. Yeah. But they use him at the goal line because he could squeeze into those little yeah, tiny like the, holes in between tackles and like, on the yeah, A gaps and squeeze yeah. in. And he, and then he's not afraid to like lower his shoulder and like go at it. a linebacker, even yeah. though he's like half the guy's size. Chances are, if he uses his momentum to kind of plow into the guy, he's, his momentum will take the both of them into the end zone. But uh, and I like Kenneth Gainwell as well. I think three is too much. I think if three you're going to three is too much. Three is but too the much. The two is fine, but I feel like with Javante Williams, he's so young. He's got young legs. Yeah. Just put him in there. If you got to punch it in, sometimes at the goal line with Melvin Gordon, so be it. But I feel like he's so young and so good at both aspects of the game. You got to have him in there for at least ninety percent of the snaps, eighty percent of the snaps. Right. I agree. I agree. You need to, especially if you're trying to get a guy acquainted at. Because he's um, the sole guy next year. Right, Melvin exactly. Gordon was supposed to be a free agent this right. year, and he re-signed with them. Right, that's what I'm sure I, that broke his heart. A that's what bit. I was going to say. I was, you know, I'm saying if if you're trying to groom somebody for that role down, you know, in the near future, then you need to get him acclimated with having uh, 20 or 30 touches a game. Has to, and I'm, and running on the sideline and coming back. That's just put yourself in the, in those shoes because yeah. like the rumble, you, I just broke off for a 15 yard run, or I just broke a, like 15 tackles to get the first down off a, off a check down check down pass, you know, like two yards away, and he has to switch out, and then you know, obviously you're catching your breath, and that's a good thing, right? But that's right. It, I, feel, I feel a lot better when it's a three down back, take a breather. Put someone else in, and then come right back, and then do it all over again. For him, it's like every two snaps, I'm in and out of here. And you have to take the adrenaline aspect into it as well, right? If you yeah. break off like a big forty yard run, you're getting up, and you're not like, like a lot of guys. Again. A lot of guys would assume, hey, you're probably gassed from just breaking off a big forty yard run. But these guys pop up, no, and they're, they're like, so me. juiced up with yep. adrenaline that like get them right back to the line of scrimmage and give them the ball again. Oh, his you know? adrenaline was pumping too because he was getting into it with um, Jamal Adams. Yeah, and then Jamal Adams was out like right after that. That guy lasted two seconds. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, what a great trade for the Jets. Uh, but Geno Smith, at the end of the game, right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. he said they wrote me off. I yeah. ain't right back. I think Ooh, I'm going to get that tatted a, right that's under that's my nipple. pretty fire line. <laughs> I didn't see that. That's a pretty... He's been wait, he waited. wrote me off. He's been I waiting to right say that. Back. That's, that's an He wrote awesome that one line. as soon as he was drafted. Yeah. <laughs> and then now he was able to use it. Wow. Because he was actually able to start for the Seahawks. How about they that? They wrote me off. I ain't right back. Put it in like a book. Put it in a poem. Right? Put it in a... I don't even know. You got to do something with I'm that. I'm telling you, tatting it right under my nip. Make like alphabet spaghetti out of it and just pour it in a bowl. That looks delicious. I'll take it. That's a delicious quote. Let's get to the most cringiest part of the game, right? Yeah. Uh, the Broncos Wild. bring it all the way back. Seahawks were in charge of the whole game. 17-16 is the score. Yeah. Nathaniel Hackett, it's fourth and uh, fourth and five. Yeah. Russell Wilson, Yeah. you know, you just signed to a $200 million extension, five years. Get him out. You said, we have Brandon McManus? Yeah. Let's put him in there to kick 64 yards. Which, by the way, would have been the second longest the field second goal in longest, NFL history. So, which means the odds are very, very, very much stacked very against Very much against him. And he was confident in that. It had Listen, the distance. he's a brand new head coach. you got to get used to it, but that is absurd. It had the distance. It went wide left. 
It looked like it had the distance. Care. <laughs> I don't care either. It's five yards. It's not, I don't care, bro. You have to. Yeah, 15. You absolutely have to go for it. Um, especially like you, yeah, you got your guy in Russell Wilson, bro, and uh, you got to put the game in his hands at that point. This is why you got Russell Wilson. Bro, he can get five yards. And, yeah, and even if you don't give him the time on the line, he'll find another ten seconds bro, to, to yeah. get you five yards. And even if he doesn't get five yards, you're not making a sixty-four yard field goal. You're just not. You're just it. not making it. So you have to. You have to go for it. You have to. I mean, there's just no other choice. To like to to opt for a sixty four it's, it's a field goal. And again, it's a one point game, and you're just like, this is going to be like a cheap way to steal this. But Nathaniel, this is a Monday game, which means Nathaniel Hackett had to be watching tape on other teams. at this point, mm-hmm. did he not see everybody shank field goals? Yeah, in week one by itself. Yeah, and now now he's part of it. Left I guess and he right. wanted to join the to join the uh, the trend there. You can make an argument that a kicker is like your coldest player going into the season. Hundred percent. You know. Guy, guy hasn't felt. I mean, that's a lot of pressure on a kicker. He's a good kicker too. And, but the, yeah, but these guys aren't. You're not really mirroring. And I get like preseason games. You're not. You're not really mirroring a regular season action in in, in any sense. But but for a kicker, you're really not. I mean, you're you not. You're, you you're not sending a kicker there. out in a in a preseason game to to kick a game winning field goal. No, because those games don't mean anything. No, Russell Wilson's in there all game. And again, I can't emphasize this enough. You're paying the guy right. an obscene amount of money. Right. And you have been waiting on a quarterback to do the job in these situations for years. Yeah. Years. Years. And, you know, here comes the opportunity and you don't yeah. do it. Ever since you got rid of Peyton, you've been waiting. Yeah. No, again, they got to get used to the head coach, and the head coach has to get used to get situations like that where you just can't put yourself in those situations. I totally agree. It's a one point game, and that's the game right there. Yeah. I, I think, like, what, like, you, they haven't done, they didn't do well all night. I would no. say on third down. So you give it a chance, at least on fourth down, you can live with it. It's like, all right, we got to fix this next week if I don't get this. But if you do, it's a big payoff for your team. And either way, you lost. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So what? What you you know? I mean, you, yeah, you have to give it a shot. You you're, I, again, you're not making a 64 yard field. There's literally a two percent chance that you make that. Yeah, two percent. You want to switch over to a little bit of baseball before yeah, we go back well. to football at the end. Uh, since the last podcast, the second we stop recording, then will be announced they've they've implemented or they voted to implement a pitch clock and ban defensive shifts starting next season. You kind of got into the uh, specifics with me yeah. last week. They're not spe- techni- they're, they're technically banning the shift, but it's going to be like you know couple inches from like a line or something you want to get into that so uh in the minor leagues right now they're testing it out and they actually have lines that extend i don't know if they're testing it out in all, all three levels a double a triple a but i i do know that they are testing it out and they actually have lines that go out of um uh each side corner of the bag and kind of make like a trapezoid like the sort of trapezoid you would see behind the net in hockey yeah out behind second base and the shortstop can't go past the white line on his side. This is before the pitch, and the uh, second baseman cannot cross over the line on his side, uh, shading up the middle. So basically what it, uh, what it allows, it, what, what it doesn't allow, is, uh, is the shifts, the ridiculous shifts we've been seeing over yeah. the past, I don't know, I want to say the Rays and John Madden started, or Joe Madden, 
Sorry, right? Joe Madden? Joe Madden. Joe yeah. Madden. Yeah, yeah, sorry. John Madden, rest in peace. John Madden, yeah, seriously. Yeah. God, rip. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I mean, because I remember when, when, when it was still in a, like a, a, a sort of an anomaly and, and rare and, and, you know, the Yes broadcast all the time. The Rays would play the Yankees and they would put on these crazy shifts. All the time. And then they would get into like how Joe Madden's like this this baseball genius. Guru. He's like a genius. I can't believe he Because came he's up with figured this. out the analytics and he's figured it all out. No, you well, the now, game. You, yeah. can't, you can't pitch against no. right-handed Batters, yeah, and so you found a cheap way to to do that. Also, and do you want people not to always, watch? There was always shifts, but they wasn't like like we're talking about shortstops yeah. are in right field. We're talking about playing four guys on the right side of the infield. Yeah, which is ridiculous. And people Blasting. still won't bunt to the left side or force a ball. They to won't go do that it. Way. They won't so do what it. you're losing, honestly, so you're feeding into it. Well, you're losing, and you're losing excitement of the game. You're losing athleticism. You're you're basically telling guys they don't have to be as athletic to play the middle middle infield positions as they used to be because before you used to have to as a shortstop you used to have to have that range to range up the middle and go yeah. grab a ball up the middle and make a play. You know, a dive, a spin throw, whatever it might be. Now I could just stand there. So at I'm, this ju- point, I'm just in favor of the fair game. Like if there's a single, it's a guaranteed right. single. It, it, there's not right. somebody behind second base. Don't you miss field. the days when a li- when like a laced ball up the middle wasn't just a line drive at some guy? And they still teach hitting like that. yeah, exactly. Hit up the middle, stay up the middle. Play, well, you go to the pros, play pepper you... with the middle of the field. You play pepper with the middle exactly. of the field. Exactly. I mean that results in base hits. I mean these guys are literally. You're right. These guys are trained from a very young age to hit these holes right back up the middle. Right back up the middle. That's the first thing I learned. It's like don't hit, don't even the. You can hit dingers yeah. when the time is right, but when it's not, you better be hitting right up. Well, the it doesn't matter. You can you, you you can always hit dingers if you hit a dinger. The, the, oh, a dinger yeah. goes over the wall. Obviously Nobody's catching a dinger. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but when know. you're in batting practice and they're throwing, the, they're, they have the cage in front of them. Right. And they're throwing at you. You hit the cage. You're like hell yeah. Yeah. You know. You're like fuck yeah. <laughs> like great you're like, hit. Yeah, I figured it out. But in reality, you just hit into right. Hundred percent. Hundred percent shift. So. And it's you know, and it's encouraging guys to limit their game to one side of the field. Uh, you know, which doesn't make any sense. I mean, um, you know, you know, I think this, this, the uh, ban of the ship will be great for baseball. It will be great. And there's also a 15 second pitch clock. I'll go over it right now. When the bases are empty, um, a 20 second pitch clock. Uh, with runners on base, there'll be a 20 second pitch clock with runners on base when the yeah. bases are empty. It'll be 15 seconds. The hitter will also be able to receive one timeout yeah. per plate appearance. Yeah. Uh, first and second base. First, second, and third base will be increased from 15 square inches to 18 square inches to increase player safety. I guess that's for the shift. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how do you, how do you feel about the uh, the pitch clock? Um, I feel really that dude. Good about whoever's it. on Houston who takes freaking forever. He does like the step back and like forward and stuff like that. I, I like that. I like that a lot. I feel really good about it. And and here's pitchers why. are going to shit on the MLB. They're going to hate in it in post games. But yeah. hitters are going to hate it too because now the hitters have to speed up. They do. The, the hitters yeah. have 15 seconds too. I mean, yeah, everybody, everybody has everybody 15 has, seconds. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely so, right. So and uh, and then another thing it eliminates is um, pitch uh, or uh, pickoff attempts. Right, uh, you get a speedster on first base. All of a sudden, the pitcher is picking off three, four times in a row. Three, four times in a row. How does that apply? Row. Does the clock reset? No, the I don't clock. Think they, how is the so after? There? I think after after you um, after you pick off twice, I think then you have to go. I think then you have to go home. I think you you have a there's a limit of how many times you can pick off. So what does that do for the batters? Like I'm stealing. Well, now you're going to see a lot more stolen bases, which, oh, yeah. is, which another which will make which, it more which exciting. Which is again for the game. another yeah. another exciting element of the game that's going to be real. I mean, you haven't seen anybody really rack up. I mean, there used to be a time in the game when people would rack up 40, 50 stolen bases in a season. Now you. When's the last time you saw thirty stolen you don't bases see many. from anybody? You don't see any. You don't I think see anybody. Like two, do that. Like two years ago, maybe like a Acuna this Tri Turner yeah. guy could yeah. really steal bases. Exactly. You know? But now you're going to see. And it was starting players too. Now it's like Tim LaCastro's on the bench. Right. You got to bring in to steal some right. bases for you. And you know what else you're going to see? Pitch outs. 
You haven't seen pitch outs in forever. No. You're going to see more pitch outs. You're going to start to see guys trying to catch runners, stealing, leading off, because that'll be their way of picking off a guy, as opposed to the pitcher stepping off and throwing over. Yeah. So there's a two, I'm not sure if it's two pickoff attempts. I think it is. But there's a limit on how many times you can try and pick a guy off. Right. Because obviously, that that would eliminate the whole idea of the pitch clock if you could just step off and the pitch clock resets. What makes sports so great is uncertainty, and this is exactly what these rules are going to implement. Like football, yeah. you, don't, you never know what you're going to get every game. That's why everyone wants to watch every single game. Right. With baseball, it's like clockwork to these guys. You yeah. know what you're getting. I'm not sitting here watching Tigers and the Indians, or the Guardians, I should say, excuse me. But, yeah, so you add you add this element. You don't know what you're going to get in, like, you know, the next at-bat. It could be absolutely bonkers. Yeah. And that's exactly what you want. You want to make the sport more exciting. And so I, th- I don't know how much time this is going to shave off, but... Well, in the minors, it's shaved right. off. Uh, they're down to about two and a half hours. Really? That's um, exactly what you want. Average time. Yeah, yeah, you don't want three hours and 18 minutes, you don't need which it. I think that's what they're getting right you now. You don't need it. I mean, listen, for guys like us, like I don't mind because I like watching baseball. Yeah, I don't mind it either. But, uh, but Joey no. Va- Joey Votto just had like an interview in like the booth or something. I don't know if this is old. I just saw it on TikTok, and he was just saying, it's like, I love baseball because you could literally just like talk with a, talk with a buddy, watch baseball, yeah. or get a drink, and you won't miss anything. You come back, and you know, All it's right, whatever. Well, there's yeah, good, you know? good and bad things about that statement that yeah. probably should or shouldn't be said by a major league baseball player. No, but, but. I, like, like myself and probably young, younger generations below me, shortest attention span of all time. Yeah. Can't no, do it. I agree. I agree. I'll, listen, a majority of the Yankee games, especially in the past two months, I, I fell I've asleep before they, yeah, they, before they were over. I was, I was really in yeah. when the streak was going on. Well, but. a lot of that has to do with me getting rip-roaring stoned during these games, which yeah, is fantastic. you know, probably... That's exactly what you yeah. want to do. So, um, but, uh, Speaking but yeah. of the Yankees, let's get into some Yankees. They're 85 and 56 on the season, four and a half games up on the Tampa Bay Rays. What did we say last week, Justin? What did, what did the Yankees have to do this past weekend? Well, they got to take two out of three, Eric. And that's exactly what they did. And I'm pretty happy about it. Very uh, much happy 20 collective it. runs in the uh, two uh, final games of the series. Yeah. Uh, what did they lose on Friday, uh, three to two or the something? The first game, yeah, and that was when you texted me out of the blue random. Oh, because I was wasted. You were <laughs> when Aaron Hicks yeah. dropped the ball. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, honestly, I-, I liked it. You should do that when you're sober. Yeah, sometimes. I should. You're right. <laughs> I'm kidding. You're right. Um, no, but yeah, that was that was brutal. And yeah. I told you, and I'm sure other people feel the same way. When once I see Amazon Prime or Apple TV, I'm like, I'm good with missing this game. Yeah, and I know that's not a diehard fan thing to do, but I haven't been accustomed to this well, all year. Well, it doesn't year. make any Excuse sense me. that half the games have to be on Amazon Prime. No, it doesn't. It makes no sense. Whatsoever. Especially when double headers happen. Oh, Amazon Prime's like, oh, give me that. Right. You exactly. Know? <laughs> like, yeah. Give like, me both I'm good. Games. No, but uh, do you want to explain what happened with Aaron Hicks there? Because he's like, he's a big reason why they lost that game. Like, yeah. Listen, I, I was, other than not hitting the ball, um, letting up two runs just because well, you and, hate and, yourself, yeah. and it's terrible for morale. Just team morale in general. I mean, other guys watch a play like that happen. I guess just for anybody who didn't see it, which is probably a lot of you, uh, I guess there was uh, runners on base. I'm not exactly who was on base. G-Man Choi and someone else. So there was two men on base, and uh, there was two outs, I believe. There was two outs, and you had a uh, relatively shallow, probably middle-of-the-ground fly ball down the left field line at Yankee Stadium. Uh, And Hicks... Goes, uh, runs over, and he's right at the foul line, and he drops the ball. Now, uh, subsequent to that, which I guess would have all been all good and well if he had just dropped the ball compared to what happened next, but he uh, drops the ball and obviously is under the impression that he dropped the ball in foul territory, which is not the case. And he's done that a hundred times. Right. I knew this was going to bite him in the ass yeah. one day. So then he basically like hits the wall with both hands, puts his head down, starts moping around that he dropped the ball. Meanwhile, you have uh, G-Man Choi and whoever else was on base circling the bases and scoring in the process. Yeah. 
And uh, because the Just ball had was fair. No, zero awareness. Because the ball was fair. Nothing. So then he basically like moseys over to the ball, like tosses it in like a douchebag. And uh, Aaron Boone pulls him in the next inning. It obviously, you yeah. have to pull him. You have to. You have to pull him, dude. That was so bad. That was so bad. And to, and to, and then you're not only pulling him because of the lack of effort, the lack of mental awareness, because it really wasn't even a lack of effort. I take that back. I think because he ran hard over to the ball and tried to catch yeah. it, and th- that's a physical error. Like, you're a little checked out, though. Yeah, of course. But back when I played, that that was one thing coaches didn't really stress about. Physical errors happen. Mental errors should never happen. No, he's it's 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 all in his head. Right. And and again, like I said, he's checked out. Yeah, he's totally checked. He's the worst player in baseball. The worst. I'm not going to say he's not trying, but you have uh, to it, you have to be almost like he's not trying. You have to be situationally aware of that. It's almost like he's not Why trying. are you going to sit there and pout? Yeah. Regardless if you didn't catch it and it was foul, why are you going to do that? Yeah. He's pick like, up the pick up the freaking ball and throw yeah. it back in. Yeah, I don't know how else to say. No, really and it and it it, it uh, debatably cost us the game. And uh, yeah, Boone had to pull him. You have to pull a guy. That's why I'm saying like, stuff the, like that's that. That's kind of like listen. We'll sweep that under the rug. We took two out of three. I'll take right. it. Seven straight singles on Saturday. Yeah, um, right in the first inning. And um, Oswaldo Cabrera heating up. Uh, right, it, it was against uh, Kluber as well. Yep. Um, I wrote the totally wrong thing. John, Donaldson pipped a home run again. Yeah, he did. Did you see that? Yeah. And guess what? What? It wasn't a home run. I know. <laughs> Hit the top of the wall, and he's staring at it. Yeah. It could have been six singles yeah. and a double. Yeah. But that, that didn't happen. And so. Well, he actually did hit one this weekend, which was, I guess, nice to see. I guess it was. Uh, and Giancarlo hit one or two, maybe even even so. And uh, so, you know, you hope to see Giancarlo heating up again. Uh, one of them, at least the one that I saw, was a cheap shot from him. Short porch, short porch, John. But um, this gives me the confidence that they can, they can keep this this almost five game lead up on the Rays yeah, a little bit. I, I don't think they're going to let up that much because the more I see it, I'm looking at the Mets too, and it's a lot of losing, winning, losing, winning. Yeah, that's keeping them a doing half the same game thing. back and a, and a game and a half. They're doing up the same thing. Yeah, so I, I'll take it. And you'll get you know, and you're and you're gonna, well, and you're going to start the Yankees. Hopefully, uh, God forbid nobody else falls and, and goes on the IL. But you're going to start to see over the next couple of weeks, guys trickle on back into the lineup. DJ LeMahieu, Andrew Benintendi. I mean, I don't know what Andrew, what Benintendi's timetable is really for back, return. Dude. You I don't really know. don't think so? No. But they didn't say he's out for the season. So that gives you hope. I heard into the playoffs, but how, like, that's weird to be implemented back in. You have to do rehab assignments and I mean, stuff yeah, like that. It's, it's like, how long is that going to take? Yeah, but with a guy like Andrew Benatendi, the second he's healthy, you put him in the lineup. Yeah, but the thing is, with this type of injury, you're not just going. You're not just going to go back and practice swinging. You no. know what I mean? Like, yeah, but like the minor, minor league season's over. It's not like he can go and do a rehab Can't, assignment. Yeah, I know. So, so he's got to hit in the cage, take batting practice, and hope that that's good enough. So with the uh, Yankees, they have a two-game set against the Red Sox tonight. Really, really nervous. Followed by a road trip to Milwaukee for a three-game series against the Brewers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, they head back home for a six-game homestand against the Pirates and the Red Sox one more time after that. All winnable series. And, and then right after that, I believe, is the Blue Jays, the Orioles, a lot of Fine. individual stuff Fine. like that. Uh, Fine. How are you feeling about this upcoming schedule? This is when you make up uh, the ground that you lost. For sure, you have to. You have to. But then I look across town and they can't do it. Uh, yeah, but they're the Mets. They're just they are the, the Mets. Mets. You know. And the thing is, they don't suck. They like, don't. You know, like the Yankees can quickly. No, they're suck. doing. They're doing you know very. I mean? They're doing very literal Mets things. Like yeah. they have a lot of talent, but they're just not. Uh, I mean, and listen, they're still up a game and a half. We're not like shitting on the Mets yeah. here. The Mets are still a very good team. They're great. And it's in just my in mind, comparison to the in Yankees. In my mind, yeah. In my mind, they're, it hurts they're a the clear cut second best team in the National League behind the Dodgers. Um, but you have to beat bad teams, and the Mets haven't been able to do that lately. You can't yeah. go to Miami and lose two. You just my, can't. My last thing on the Yankees, and we'll get a little bit more in depth with the Mets because uh, lots to talk about there. But uh, a lot of pe- a lot of people around this time, uh, fans of the Yankees are starting to come around. This happens every year. They come around and go. Uh, Brian Cashman is to blame here for you know not having the talent we need at this point in the season. Um, are, are you that type of guy? 
I, I'm not. I'm not quick to do that. How could, how could, you, be, how so could you be that type of guy when Dude, they when so they were the many one, people hate all, Cashman? Okay, yeah. So but, many people hate him. Um, where were you the first half of the season when we were running roughshod on the entire major leagues? They're quick to forget. All, all of these guys were quick performing. All of these guys were performing, and you were bowing down to Brian Cashman like he was the next godsend. It's all about what's going on right now. Yeah, I, I, I tune that out. I don't. Those, those the people who say that do not understand baseball. Get, he's been around for so long. I know, and they don't understand. Not only do they not understand the on field how on field baseball works but they don't understand how the behind the scenes uh front office stuff works no there's analytics I mean, yeah, people they're, they're, how steinbrenner they're, has a say yeah, in what to do with the lineups exactly. there are certain things that thing. are out of brian cashman's control and, under, and and i understand right there are there are certain things you would have liked to seen him do differently right josh donaldson shouldn't be on the team uh you know i mean so you're trading uh, Jordan Montgomery at the trade deadline. Again, that, that's, that's just taking a lot of shots, right. And hoping that they hit. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. And, and, and again, and, they can't just go around and sign everybody. You know? Right. And and nobody was up in arms when they did sign Donaldson. If if so, if you're if you're going to go against you were, yeah. but if you're going to go against uh, the front office against Cashman for making these moves, then you have to be on that train right from the get go. Yeah. You can't just hop on when everybody starts to struggle. Dude, he's been around for so long. He hasn't been like a GM for two years. It's not one of those GMs that's been around for two years and they're not getting the job done. He has to do one thing this offseason and he'll be around for the next 10 years. What does he have to do? Win Sign Aaron Judge. Sign Aaron Judge, that's it? You just have to bring back Aaron Judge. So they lose in the ALDS. Yeah. And uh, Sign Aaron Judge. Aaron Sign Judge. Aaron Judge, everybody. And all is forgiven? It. All is forgiven. All is forgiven. Because uh, I'm starting to really get irked and it's starting to feel like eerie. They're, the, not, they're not doing it till the end of the season. I know, but so I know. Gotta relax. I know that. But I hate the, that. But the, the man. So, I, I know. Wait. But, but the way people talk about it, and the way like, I know he doesn't say a lot when they when they ask him about it, and they haven't asked him about it in a while because he said he doesn't want to talk about it. But the way like he just dodges around it and doesn't want to talk about it. Like if he really like if he was gonna stay, he would just be like, I'm gonna stay. Yeah. Well. He can't because he's having such a great year. You might as well keep teasing the uh, the Yankees organization. I know, but it makes more. me upset. I know it makes you upset. But he got a pretty decent offer before the season started. I'm just saying. My last, last thing, though. Yeah. I'll say this. A lot of Yankee fans, I would say, are Knicks fans, correct? Yeah. How many names are thrown into train co- trade conversations or free agents that you're going to sign that just don't end up being signed? For Brian Cashman... There was rumors going around that they were going to sign. They were going to try to trade for Gallo. They traded for Gallo. Right. And on top of that, you end up getting Rizzo. You didn't even ask for Rizzo, and he ended up being a blessing in disguise. Right. Exactly. You go. I think we should get Benintendi. They go ahead and get Benintendi. Yeah. You know. Hundred percent. We want to move Gallo. He's trash. Let's get rid of him. Yeah. He's, they're going to do exactly what you're thinking because they're way ahead of the curve there, and they well, have more especially when to get you, it done. Yeah, but like these people come up with these ideas and think they're geniuses. But they can't like, do they, everything. But these, but these are obvious moves. These are like obvious moves you make. Yeah. You know, you had to bring Anthony Rizzo back to be your third baseman for the foreseeable future. First baseman for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Future. It's just because you don't get Correa. You don't get, like, Whatever. Mookie Betts. I don't even know. Whatever. Just, like, big names. Those guys That's, cost a lot of money. Anthony Rizzo, Anthony Rizzo doesn't cost as much as maybe a Paul Goldschmidt does, yeah. obviously. So, uh, and that's at the first base position. So, like, you know, you're, you're, you, you have to get the guys that you want, the guys that you need, the guys that you think will produce in that lineup, will complement the other guys in that lineup, with, which Rizzo has done with Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton. Uh, and you have to try and get them at an affordable price. You can save money for really big, huge stars. Well, this is why in the back of your head as well, having Steve Cohen right across town with the Mets little competition there. Yeah. It's like now the Yankees will start throwing some money down because this guy's this guy has 
deep, deep pockets. Yeah, and he's going to sign people. Yeah. So if they, it's ever a head-to-head thing to try to get somebody, I think this is will be this will be, like be a little bit of a wake-up call for Hal Steinbrenner to be like, yeah. maybe I shouldn't cap this salary cap a little bit. But I'm fairly confident or, that um, the Yankees get payroll. F- I mean, first licks at anybody the Mets want to sign. Yeah, I'm fairly confident yeah. in that fact for sure. All right, for the Mets here, they're 89 and 53 on the season. Braves are one and a half games back. They lost last night. Um, short outing for Chris ba- Bassett last night. Um, <laughs> gave it up five hits, five run runs, two walks, and just three in three. And two. How do I Here say we go. Again? You got it. Three. Yeah. And two. Mm-hmm. Thirds innings pitch. There Boom! Bang! I got it. You got it. Uh, yeah, he gave up two home runs as well. That was very impressive. And for the third straight series, I don't know if you knew this, but the Mets have fell in Game One. Oh, a bunch of bums for three series in a row. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the Yankees have done that just like as well. Oh, the Yankees stay. What? Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> we were just singing their praises a second ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, but the Cubs hold them down a little bit. They left ten men on base uh-huh. when it was five to two later in the game. Um, not not what you want, not what you want. No. And, and I'm starting to see Mets fans. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Twitter all day, as you know. Yeah. And they're starting to blame people, or I would say blame the Mets for not doing enough at the trade deadline. Is that something you would you would blame the Mets for at this point in the season? No. Again, <laughs> and I and I'll use the same argument I used for the Bro, guys. the New York Times. I'm not. I'm not gonna say the New York Times. I'm just, I'm just other. Like media outlets are just like they just didn't do enough. Well, that's fine. And like Twitter, that's fine. But why? Everything. Why are you waiting till now to say it? We were I don't we were know. saying that right the day after the trade deadline. Yeah. <laughs> didn't we say the Mets we were didn't do right enough? Here, yeah. We were sitting right here the day after the trade deadline, and we said, "Well, the Mets didn't really do anything." Nope. So uh, I mean, why jump on it now when things are are going a it's little just bit? Finding south? something to blame, and it's not even like and Bassett's a bomb. great pitcher. He's a great. pitcher. This is not going to happen, again. dude. They won the last eight times he pitched. Yeah. Like he's he'll get back on track. It's, so, it's, and he was right in in the post game in his post game comments. He said it's just one bad start. People are saying Ruff, Vogelback, Naquin have not been great hitting or anything like that. But you have Eduardo Escobar well, has been yeah, great at hitting. I mean, McCann is hitting. You're paying him forty million dollars, and you have Degrom on the mound tonight. If Degrom pitches. Like like a one hitter going into seven innings. Yeah. Are you going to talk about this stupid trade deadline again? No. Not. Because you're <laughs> because you're going to win. Guess what? Because your pitcher doesn't give up any runs. Right. Exactly. And it just so happened one of your better pitchers was a three guy. Um, in your starting rotation, gave up a couple runs. Whatever. Why are we blaming other it's people? It's fine. You guys love Vogelbach two minutes ago, and you love Chris Bassett. Yeah. Now you're shitting all over Chris Bassett. Yeah. I the guy, know, the man. guy's been a stud for you all season. He's been the biggest pleasant surprise probably in the National League. Nobody expected Chris Bassett to be this good. I think they'll forget after the ground pitches tonight. Again? That's all I have to say. I think the, the Mets will be just fine. And fucking Dan, of course, Dan, the honeymoon phase is over with fat fucking Daniel Vogelbach. <laughs> yeah. How long? Obviously. Is that? <laughs> what were you just gonna? Were you, we were gonna think he's some giant teddy bear the whole well, time. Well, he was coming up to my milk. Shake every night. What? So and what? He's fall in love. Okay, yeah, but he puts on a Mets uniform, and all of a sudden he becomes fucking Babe Ruth. I guess so. I mean, he's been an yeah, average yeah. baseball player. What his doesn't Jerry? Career. What doesn't Jerry Seinfeld say anything about the milkshake song? So you guys know. are celebrating the trumpets, you know? Yeah. Jerry Seinfeld used to be funny. Yeah, <laughs> Mets will be okay. And again, the Braves have been losing, winning, losing every single night. And as yeah. long as they keep doing that, you'll still be in first place. Yeah. And if you fall behind, whatever, you'll still be fine. You'll be a wild card team, just like you should be. As yeah, you the just Mets. would rather be in first place. You're just just don't be like last year. You know what I mean? Mets. All right. And we have the Giants and the Jets. The yeah. Giants at Titans. Let's recap that. Giants win twenty-one to twenty. Mm-hmm. How were you? Were you how, do, how were you locked into this game? How, how, were you very much locked in? No, not uh, at well, all. Not a Giants fan. You're so. a Birds fan. Yeah. But this is a great game to watch. Is Saquon back? Is he better he, than he, ever? Yeah, he's a beast. He's, he's a, a beast. Be- absolute beast, right? I think, yeah. And listen. Um, Dude had 194 yards from scrimmage. Yeah, yeah. you struggled with injuries. And uh, I think now you're starting to see what it looks like for uh, Saquon to be 100%. 
and uh, it's dangerous. And he looks great. It's dangerous. But I'm seeing a lot of people saying, give it three weeks, see what happens. It, well, wait for him like, to be, whoa, wait, wait, is that wait a threat? For, no, you're not, well, they're just <laughs> waiting for him to get hurt. Yeah, you are. Um, but I, th- I think the way he ran last night really t- shows me that I don't think he's going to get hurt. And I don't think he's going to get hurt early. If he's going to get hurt, it's going to be later. And I think he's going to be hurt to the point where he can still play week in and week out. He's making decisions. He's running up the A gap mm-hmm. and the B gap, wherever the hole may be. Yeah. And he's punching it in. Last year, he was just dancing around in the back. Yeah. And, it look- and he gets hurt. Yeah. And that's not what you want. Yeah. And I think he looks fantastic. He's running, he's passing, he's converting on two point two point conversions. He's doing everything. Um Daniel Jones doesn't look great. No. Um you he said was, that. He's just not, he's but just you, not but that you good. said he was the reason that they were gonna lose. He almost he made almost him blew. lose. Yeah, he, he almost blew, blew it. Yeah. Um right off a punt turnover, a muff punt. I hate quarterbacks. And they get the ball at the twenty and yeah. they were and they throws an interception in the red zone. It's like really? I hate quarterbacks really? that wear the loose sleeves. Oh yeah, he has the loose sleeves. Yeah. But I think that was uh, Eli Manning saying, Hey, um, might want to wear the loose sleeves, right? But like, even Eli Manning was like, it, it, at his worst, was was embarrassed. My favorite's Russell Wilson because he's got like the jacked arms, and then he, yeah, he like rolls it up roll real it quick. Of course, it looks great. Show it off. Yeah. What are we doing here? I feel like I feel like when you're doing when you're doing that in Madden, you definitely like you know yeah. you put the short sleeve. You, like if you but, customize a player, you're, also, you're not going to give him but, loose <laughs> sleeves. But you're also customizing him, and you're like, yeah, less restriction when he's throwing. You know? Okay, I mean? but that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that's gonna, like that'll help yeah, him later yeah, on. Yeah, like me repeatedly changing the batting stance of my created player in MLB the Show. Well, listen, make him hit better. Hopefully, they're bad enough where they could take Bryce. Young next year because Daniel Jones is not the guy. Brian Dable was on the sideline just ripping him. Did you yeah. see that video? Yeah, ripping him. He's like, "Why would you throw that?" Yeah. And I Daniel mean, Jones was. By the way, see that. By the way, when you're a quarterback, you're supposed to scan the field so they don't know where you're throwing it. Right. He snapped and he goes, "Hey, hey, hey Saquon." Yeah, I'm staring right <laughs> I'm at throwing you. Throwing it to you. Staring right I at you. I knew exactly where the ball went. Yeah. Almost uh, cost him the game. Almost cost. Hundred percent. You gotta. But he you, didn't have a bad game, all things considered. No. You know the fumble. Everybody was gonna fumble on that. Big yeah. hits yeah. happen sometimes. Yeah, well, obviously the track record record isn't so great. The interception was very, very much bad. But he only like, he only had three incompletions or something at that point in the game. Yeah, uh, you listen. Uh, I mean, uh, right. All things considered, not a terrible performance. But I think that's what uh, I I love seeing that out of Dable. You want to see that out of your head coach? I la- mean, laying into a guy who who made a mistake. I don't know. I don't know if it's been long enough where he's been signed where we fell in love with him because he was on the Bills. But this guy's seen firsthand what Josh Allen could do. Right. And ripping into him, saying like, "Listen, I've seen, I've seen what's good and what's yeah. bad. You're shit. Right yeah, you're now. shit. Well, you're, and I want you to be good right now. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think he could be a humongous help. Yeah, I, I love Gable, uh, Dable as well. We'll he's, see. He's fantastic. We'll see. I think yeah, we'll, we will we, we'll really see. People how were good saying Daniel he had is. humongous cojones for going for the two point conversion after scoring within one. Do you think that was the right call there? Because uh, you could have taken the tie. No, well, well they you're, were you're going one, into correct? yeah, yeah. You, if you it was nineteen twenty at the time, it was nineteen twenty. If you kicked a field goal, you take it into overtime. Yes. So, and I think uh, they knew that they weren't going to be able to score in overtime. Probably because you don't have any faith in. So your So they went. They went for the two. But the, yeah. again, but it's a whole different story. Whole different story if they can't convert. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's Daniel Jones and Brian Dable suck if they can't convert this two point conversion. But they did it, and you're lucky the, the, the kick was missed. Well, yeah. I mean, you you made the right call. You give it to Saquon Barkley and. Say get into the end. Zone. He almost didn't score on that. Did you see the shovel pass? Yeah, I he did. shoveled it. It was at like the three yard line, well, that, and he uh, almost didn't. He see, almost didn't slip through. And, and, but that, Stupid ass. Well, and that was that was the wrinkle in the play. Was the shovel pass right? As opposed to handing it off to him. Right. Yeah. Should, a little bit should, of a weird play. A little, a little bit of a ripple in it. Yeah. Because like, maybe if you hand it right off to him, he doesn't score. I'm a Giants fan. I'm gonna enjoy this win. But there was a lot, of, a lot of question marks here, and let's, you'll take it into next week. And there's a couple weeks coming up where it's a, a pretty decent schedule. They could probably go four and zero, right? They have Cowboys without Dak Prescott. They got yeah. the Panthers coming up this week. Please, what are give we me doing? that. Give me doing? that. Four and zero Giants team. You're out of your mind. Well, the Giants almost threw this game away in, in the fourth quarter. Yeah, there was three defensive penalties on that final drive of the minute and six left, and a timeout left for the Titans. Mm-hmm. Uh, that could have hurt them. 
But I think uh, the fact that there was, you know, it's 9-11. People were wearing the uh, FDNY That's true. hats. The, you're, you're playing on New York team hats, on 9-11. You got to win. And I think God came down and yeah, moved Randy right. Bullock's fat leg over to the left a little more, and he shanked it. Yeah, he should have hit that. And we'll take that. What do you think of Dable in the uh, in the locker room dancing to dancing to Biggie? Weird. Weird, right? Yeah, anytime a fat white guy dances to Biggie, it's weird. Listen, I love it. Love People are saying it's like, would, Aaron, would, you, would, would uh, Joe Judge do this? Nah. Do it in private. <laughs> Do it in private. Just do it in private. I liked it. I think it's it's uh you know something to give, something to give us Giants fans to enjoy. Yeah. Okay. Listen, I'll enjoy this win, but you can't do this next week. The Panthers are gonna be poised. B- B- Baker Mayfield could be pissed. I guess. And they had a, he had a late comeback in that game, so maybe if they put it together again, it's only week one. Um, we might be in some trouble. Yeah, I uh, would imagine that uh, that Baker would come out with some sort of vengeance. But again, yeah. I, I, maybe he's maybe he's just not that good. I mean, at this point, it's like getting kind of exhausting. The Baker thinking hype. that he's good. It's because yeah. he was the first overall pick, man. I know, but like, still, like, it just I, I get it. The guy looks good in a in a hat with his and a bandana. Uh, and you a love bandana. the bandana. You talked you know. about that, right? Yeah. Was that you? Oh yeah. Yeah, you're saying you hate the bandana. I I, I don't like the bandana because Zach Wilson wears a bandana. He looks like a fucking idiot. He does look it. dumb, but he's been, at least he's been, well. They've both been doing that for a while. Yeah. But, you know. At least Baker like wears the. <laughs> Guy Black has a beard, like can grow a beard. You know, I'm gonna say I have no opinion on this because I, because I, if they just did it like this year, I would be like, all right, come on, let's grow yeah. up a little bit. You know, yeah. uh, the Jets suck. Yeah, how much do we really have to talk about? No, this? not much at all. I was just gonna get into the fact that you know Flacco started. Yeah, um, didn't look too great. No protection at all up front. What were you expecting? It's kind of same thing every single year. I'm surprised they even. And I'm not sure they can improve up until this point. Yeah, yeah I'm surprised. Well, they did they. Was I it, it, it was, three field it was goals? nine? I w- listen. I wasn't all the way in. I'm watching red zone. So I just assume. I just assume they scored a touchdown. No, I thought it was uh, three field goals. Huh? You might be right. I don't know. But Salas right. taking receipts. How do you feel about that? Weird. And uh, like um, maybe win a couple of games before you start doing that. Uh, yeah, that, I that, agree. That, that's like such a hard on move. He called the Jets an exp- borderline expansion team before Joe, Joe Douglas came around. Really? Yeah, he was, dude. He wasn't all the best. I think this was this is months of frustration, a year of frustration from last year, and he's like, "I'm doing this all over again. I'm going to dig myself a hole here." No, and, you you and can't I'm do this all year. Like yeah. you get excited all preseason, you're like, "This is football," but then you go up from in front of the New York media and they start ripping you. I think he's going to fight back a little bit. Yeah, and like to give yourself credit, like because that's what he was doing. Obviously, was I took them from a borderline expansion team to what to this. Is that no, what, nothing yet. Yeah. Same thing. You're the same exact thing you were. I'm going to be completely honest, though. If Zach Wilson was playing, how much more of a chance do you really have? Like, their defense played really well in the first half. Yeah. That's something we really got to touch I know, on. But you know like, how I feel about it. They did very, very well. Yeah. It was, what was it, by, the, by halftime? They cut up within a touchdown? You know how I feel and about it. And then it's just downhill Wilson. from there. You know how I feel. Like, debata- debatably, uh, Flacco probably, yeah. you know, might have gotten more done. What's that? We're wrapping it up. Oh, bullshit. But you know what that means? We got to do picks. Yeah. Let's do it. Is you're playing the music on me? Don't fucking do that. <laughs> Let's do the picks and we're out. Oh All my right, sounds God. good. Sounds good. All right, so we got uh, week two picks. Yeah. Um, let's do this. You want me to go first? You go first? Well, first, let's you're recap. You're the loser. Yeah. I'm up three points. Yeah. You, go, you know, you take your time. Yeah. Basically, recap last week. I, I went 0 for 3. Uh, Eric went 1 for 3. His 1 was a three pointer. Uh, Ravens minus 6 Give me and a half that. against the Jets. What did I text you? There's three, thi- three things guaranteed in life. Three things. Is that a horse? Is that a horse? Death. Taxes, horses, horse cock, and a Jets loss. Oh, so give me your picks. Go ahead. All right, my Loser. picks. Uh, this <laughs> week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I, I mean, I have to. I have to make a dent this week. I already put my picks in, so there's no going back now. No, no. Three going points. Back. Titans uh, plus nine and a half at the Bills. How can he not? A ten point. I mean, nine and a half points is a lot, and the, t- know, and the Titans are a good team. I don't know, Chief. And like, what you really think Josh Allen's going to come out and do the same exact thing? Yes, Ag- yes. They really? did not look good yeah. against the Titans, though. They did. They didn't look good. 
The Titans did not look good. Just give Derrick Henry the ball 45 times. They tried doing that, and it didn't work against the Giants. It'll work. It'll work. Okay. It'll work against the All Giants. All right, I'll trust the process. It's nine and a half points, That's bro. a lot of points. That's a lot of points. It's going to move. So give me that. All right. And the Titans are still, like, you got to still believe they're a good team. So they're own one but they fucking, they, they won that division last year. Give it to me. I, I'm taking it already. They don't even have to play the All game. All right, next. Go ahead. Two points. Seahawks plus eight and a half at the 49ers. Uh, I think that goes without being said. That's a lot of points again. What if Trey Lance just goes boss to the wall? I, but but Three again, like again, I mean, and this is why I think it's smart to take take the. It's actually not a bad pick. You know, Smith wasn't too bad last night. He That's a really saying. good team. Pretty That's what I'm saying. Defense. And the Niners like aren't and are nothing special. That's a good pick. I like that pick. And then my one pointer will be Ravens minus a three and a half uh, at home against the Dolphins. Two is going to get exposed. Yeah, come on. The Dolphins suck. The pa- no, the Patriots suck. Yeah, the Patriots and that's why they made them look really good. Yeah. Um, all right, let's do my picks real quick. Three point play is going to be the Colts minus four and a half against the Jaguars. Jaguars suck. Yeah. And they listen, do. they they made a little bit of a comeback against the Commanders. I but still, it's the I Commanders. still think Trevor Lawrence is going to uh, have a good year. The Colts, however, I know they only scored forty points and they already have a tie to uh, forty points, twenty points each. But they have a um, they have a tie to their name already. But I think. Michael Pittman, Jonathan Taylor, looks really good. Matt Ryan, I trust in him. Been in the league for a while. I'll take it again. To make it my three-point play. Two-point play is going to be the Bengals, minus seven and a half. They got to bounce back. Got to bounce back this upcoming week. I think Joe Burrow is not going to throw four picks, um, but um, he'll make it happen. And hopefully uh, T. Higgins is healthy and he'll play. So I'll take the Bengals, minus seven and a half. I don't even know how they're playing because I didn't write it down because I'm so smart. Um, my one-point play is going to be the Steelers, plus one and a half. I like the Steelers. Their defense still looks okay. It's not all T.J. Watt. they got a whole defense there. That's right. And I think Mr. Biskey is Ten going to guys. be pretty decent. I'm Man. not going to say good. I'll say decent. So be, that's a safe bet. Give me the Steelers, plus one and a half for my one-point play, and that's going to wrap it up. Okay. On guys behind the glass. How about it? Justin? Episode thirty-two. Yeah, yeah, we did it. We did it. Especially, uh, you know, this late on a Tuesday. I guess I'm okay with it. But uh, yeah, yeah. We'll uh-huh. we'll episode live. thirty-two in the books. We'll be back at you guys again next uh, next Tuesday. We'll give you a rundown of how our picks went. Obviously. Follow us on Instagram. Guys Follow behind us. the glass. Yes, subscribe. All that bullshit. Rate us five stars. Apple Podcast, Spotify, WABC Radio, Red Apple Podcast Network. Do it. Do give it, it. To me, baby. I love you. I like Kesha. Does he to make a sound? Speak, Bart. These are the guys behind the glass. Even Windex and a paper towel can't handle these hot takes. These are the guys behind the glass. Where the freaks will come around. Hey, where's my little music?